Welcome to the Better ROI from Software Development Podcast. A podcast aimed at those that fund software development and those that work with them. In a series of short weekly podcasts, I, your host Mark Taylor, hope to educate and inform on why traditional management processes won't get you the best return on your investment. And along the way, I'll provide advice on how to improve that. Welcome back to the Better ROI from Software Development Podcast. Over the last few episodes, I've been talking about Scrum and Agile Framework. In episode 73, I provided you with a brief primer of Scrum, defining the Scrum events, the Scrum team, and the Scrum artifacts. In episode 74, I talked about some of the theory and values behind Scrum. And in the last episode, episode 75, I talked about some of the common problems I can see with Scrum adoption. In this episode, I want to talk about the definition of done. The definition of done comes from the increment description, increment being one of the artifacts produced by Scrum. The increment is effectively the working software produced during that sprint. And as part of the definition, it defines the term definition of done. Begin quote. The definition of done is a formal description of the state of the increment when it meets the quality measures required for the product. The moment a product backlog item meets the definition of done, an increment is born. The definition of done creates transparency by providing everyone a shared understanding of what work was completed as part of the increment. If a product backlog item does not meet the definition of done, it cannot be released or even presented at the sprint review. Instead, it returns to the product backlog for future consideration. If the definition of done for an increment is part of the standards of the organization, all scrum teams must follow it as a minimum. If it is not an organization standard, the scrum team must create a definition of done appropriate for the product. The developers are required to conform to the definition of done. If there are multiple Scrum teams working together on a product, they must mutually define and comply with the same definition of done. End quote. So let's talk briefly about the benefits of having this definition of done. Think about it as a contract almost to say these things are what we will do as a team whenever we do any work. In it, you will probably define quality gates, what we will accept as quality in the work that we're doing so that everybody's working to a similar standard. It helps to align everybody's understanding. We're clear on what done means. Often, I find that teams aren't that clear, even if they've been working together as to what the word done means. Some people will consider it I've written the code, it's ready to test, that's my work done. And this is very much a traditional view from the development team. Other people consider the work done when it's ready for release. Personally, I think it should go further than that and I'll talk about that in a few moments time. But defining it produces that contract. It allows everybody to align and everybody to be clear on exactly what's going to be delivered as part of the sprint and exactly how far along that delivery chain it is. 
it can also be a living definition. This is something the team produces, unless, as an organisation, you have already defined one. It means it can be improved over time. So maybe you start with a very light definition of what is considered done. And then maybe improve it over time, providing more value by increasing its definition. Think about it as a charter in terms of the team agreeing to this is what we are going to do for any work we produce. Let's talk about my personal preferences for the definition of done. When the work developed by the team is actually in production, being used, being available for the customer or user who's meant to be having it. Many teams won't go that far and don't want to include production in their, in their definition of done. They want to take it to be ready for production. This is normally a sign that there is some form of authorization process outside of their control that stops them from being able to release into production without having to go to someone else to get that authority, that approval. And personally, I see that as a problem. Any time the team has to reach out of itself for anything, whether that's for skills or authority, then that slows down the team, it slows down their effectiveness. I've seen teams work to a definition of done, which takes it up to being ready for release. And then it taking weeks, months, before it's actually then released because they're waiting on approvals, at which, team, at which point the team have moved on. They're working on something different. So if there's a problem, they can't remember what's happened. And they've also tied up investment, that investment in work for weeks, going nowhere. Until that software is in production and being used, you are not gaining any form of return on the investment you've made. So while a new team may not have into production as being part of their definition of done, certainly you should think about that as an aspirational goal over the course of their work. Also within that definition of done, you should have defined quality metrics. You should make sure that there are defined levels of unit tests, of UAT tests. Ideally, these all should be automated, but as a definition of done, you should be expressing that this work should be to that level and should be tested. Same with security. Definition of done should make sure the team meet a level of security. They've validated that the software is secure and will not harm the organization, the employees, or the customers through fault in security. This certainly is never going to be 100% true, because it's almost impossible to make something 100% secure. But they should be making best efforts, based on their capabilities and knowledge, to make it as secure as possible. And this really should be part of producing that increment of work. Because it's very, very difficult to go back after you've produced it and add, add security afterwards. It should be included in that definition of done. I'd also include support documentation. Any procedures that the team need to follow to make sure that the software continues to work. Now, I'm not expecting reams upon reams upon reams of documentation because I actually think that's a waste. But there should be enough there that the team as a whole know what to do if it goes wrong. And there should be enough there that they should be able to introduce new members to 
the software and the increment quickly. I expect the definition of done to include internal approvals. I expect any approvals to be part of the team. I don't expect it to go outside, thus the ability to go straight into production. So as such, done needs to make sure that any time that there needs to be any consultation, that it's included in there and done before it could possibly be released. In most cases, that should be at the team's discretion. Occasionally, they may need to make sure they do talk to a subject matter expert. Maybe they need to talk to a lawyer. Maybe they need to talk to an accountant. But we need to make sure those are part of those approvals if they are really required for specific pieces of work. And finally, that definition of done should have monitoring and ownership built in at the core. Just getting it into production isn't enough. Certainly for me, if it's in production, it's done. But the team still need to make sure they're in a position to make sure it continues to work once it's in production. It should be the team's responsibility and ownership for the life of that software. They should continue to monitor it, maintain it, support it until it is decommissioned. It isn't about handing it off to another team to do that work. They should be responsible for it. They should be the people that get rung at three o'clock in the morning if it breaks. By having it in the definition of done, it makes sure the team know they have ownership and responsibility for that software. It encourages them to make sure that the testing is accurate. It makes sure that everything is correct. Make sure the security is right. Make sure that the support documents are in place. Make sure that everything is aligned and as correct as it can do. Why? Because they don't want to get rung at three o'clock in the morning. If you're starting with a new team, don't take my preferences as the definition of done. It's too big, it's too much. Rather, start small. In Coaching Agile Teams by Lisa Adkins, she advises in almost every single situation, and she's right, take it to the team. It is up to the team to define definition of done, and they should be confident in their ability to meet that definition of done. So if you're starting, they need to work with you to define that definition. If anything, they should be bringing it to you and saying, this is our initial definition. You can obviously challenge them and ask them to improve over time. But again, it's a challenge. It's up to them to accept any further changes to it because they're the ones that have to be responsible for that work. So don't be afraid to start small and allow it to improve over time. Remember that experimental mindset, that minimum viable product, get it in, get it started and build on it over time. Then maybe one day you'll hit my high preference levels. In this episode, I've talked about the definition of done, a charter, a commitment of what and how the software increment should look when the team consider it as done. Any time that software within the sprint does not reach that category of done, it isn't done by definition. Any work that reaches the end of the sprint and hasn't reached that bar is put back into the product backlog. Maybe they work on it on the next sprint. Maybe they don't. That all comes down to the sprint review and the sprint planning. They may choose to leave it. 
And that's the important point about the definition of done. It is that bar to decide whether or not you are done. If it doesn't reach it, then the work goes back into the pile and then decides whether or not with the product owner and the team as part of sprint planning, whether or not it's important enough to finish in the next sprint or whether it's something that maybe they come back to later or maybe it's no longer important. I talked about the definition of done in terms of my preferences. And again, they should be fairly high standards and probably not appropriate for a starting team. For a starting team, I advise you to start it small. Start with the basics and build on, making sure that quickly you get to a level at least of quality of making sure that it will build, make sure it works as expected. You can then start introducing more and more acceptances to that definition of done. Remember, working with the team, because the team needs to be comfortable and confident that they can achieve that level of done. Thank you for listening and look forward to speaking to you again next week. This podcast has been hosted by me, Mark Taylor. It has been produced by Red Folder Consultancy Limited, a consultancy that can help you achieve better return on your software development investment. You can contact them or sign up to the mailing list at red-folder.com. Or you can reach out to me on Twitter at redfoldermark. If you're getting value from this series, please tell a friend and help me grow my audience.